0: welcome to sports sushi your chefs for tonight are sports plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports cakes of the week sterling Furrow, rolling the x's and o's into an analytical maki platter and finally The moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up.
1: Just in the nick of time. Oh, man. I was already here. I've been
2: here.
1: I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I'm We're just not lying to the American people in front. I was just
3: chilling in the backstage, <laughs> as they say. you uh, in the right
1: backstage? Mm-hmm. Uh I, I, I yeah, was link. They'll sent to me. Uh, I but- know. Oh, hey, you know, I did too. I had to, I had to let there, let it be known that we needed another link. But you know, technology's new. You know, so things will happen. But it's cracking.
3: But we are here. You know. Nevertheless, we are here. Another episode of Sports Sushi. It's another Wednesday. How are you doing today, my brother? So, man, I'm
1: doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying. The Cowboys won, um, even though I took take some L's. The Madden game's playing good. You know what I'm saying. We're getting some things done with the sports blood clothing uh, company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're just trying to grow. Everything's overall, trying to grow.
3: Overall, good, man. I in Madden related news, I, I went ahead. I went off the deep end. I just relocated every team in my offline franchise. So, oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm playing in like a whole new little setting is it's pretty different i advanced to 10 years so you know it's really nobody oh, left in
2: the game he's so. out there having fun
3: yeah yeah so <laughs> that, that that's what i'm doing in Madden right now but um there's another episode of sports sushi we got let's go quick you know give you a little quick rundown we got here for you uh for the day you know we got the out of bounds we got this day in sports you know we're going to talk about a little bit about college football you know what happened this past weekend uh in the uh, world of ncaa football uh, then we're gonna go ahead we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, college uh, not college but just fans in general and the lines that they yeah, that they kind of cross whenever they uh yeah. talk to these uh professional athletes or get in contact with these or just in general react to what happens uh in the sports world uh then we're gonna go ahead you know and talk a little bit you know you know we've got our best stamp uh best stamp segment where you know uh only me only me <laughs> I, I, look, I'm sorry. It's been fucking f- f- six split decisions and draws in, in, in the and you, and you, three split draws, and I get one of them.
2: You was
1: so, on a hot, you was on a hot streak, so it's cool. Yeah, but I just, I'm gonna wait, nah, I'm gonna wait for Chris nah. to come on to announce. Yeah, the people that got their bets right, since he likes to yes. announce the people
3: that got them wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he got them right and got them wrong, so. Uh, uh, then we're going to go ahead and end the show with a, a little bit of NFL talk. Uh, Sterling would join us momentarily. Uh, and hopefully he can tell us about what he uh, his weekend in uh, Buffalo, what he did in Buffalo this past weekend. I know so- what someone
1: else did in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so without further ado, let's get straight into it. All right, so we got out of bounds, man. So, Russ, give these people a quick rundown. if They missed last week what this out of bounds is all about.
1: All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know. Well, do you know we have the segment? Uh, this new segment is called "Out of Bounds," which means basically anybody in sports that's done something freaking ridiculous. Uh, we're gonna look up, and we're gonna actually bring that up, and we're gonna see. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna give you the scoop on who is the most ridiculous out of the ridiculousness. Um, one of the ridiculous players. All right, let me see. So this week, and the reason why I'm typing up is, is because this week has been like, I also like to call this the the Sports Darwin Award, um, just because things that these guys are going to do, these are the things that can ruin your career. So we had a couple. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker, you had a you had a lead. It was a substantial lead, and you were up in the front. I mean, you was, you was kicking it. It was like a 200 race. You had opened up your stride, and I was like, you know what? This might be. For the first time ever in the first two episodes of doing Out of Bounds, we might have a back to back champion. You know what I'm saying? That's how ridiculous this is. But, you know what I'm saying? Then a fan in Buffalo said, Hold up. <laughs> I hold my beer. You know what I'm saying? And covered himself up in human excrement and fell into a pit. You know what I'm saying? Only in Buffalo, I guess, in oh, the new no. stadium. They christened that right. Oh, but, what it? Say?
3: say that again. I completely that's, missed that's that. That's not even
1: the winner. That's 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 probably the that's probably the bronze medal. But a buffalo fan covered himself in excrement, that means pissing and shit, and uh and and was running around high off of LSD, cocaine, oh, okay. marijuana, and he washed it all yeah. down with some good old American alcohol. And uh, and of course that led to him jumping over a fence that said in big red letters, do not trespass. He went ahead and trespassed that motherfucker. So he jumped over the fence, he fell once when he got up and kept running again. Butt naked, covered in pee pee and poop, he fell into a 30 foot pit. Then had to be rescued from said 30 foot pit. So, strong contestants, but the one that takes the cake. But again, I think you know where I'm going with this one, man. Yeah, I think I know you're going with this one. Eric Gilbert, man. Eric Gilbert, failed tight end from Georgia, former five star tight end recruit, failed from Georgia, transferred to Nebraska. While at Nebraska, my man was already out of bounds once. Actually, he might be a double-up champion, too. Him and Mel Tucker are neck and neck for the two dumbest motherfuckers in sports right now. <laughs> so let's talk about Eric, though, because I'm going to give Eric the dub. Eric wins the sports Darwin this week because he probably killed his fucking college career. Now, Eric has a problem. He's a kleptomaniac. For those who don't know what a kleptomaniac is, this motherfucker likes like to steal. It don't matter when, where, how, why. They just like to steal. So this man likes a perfect type of stealing it's called smashing and grabbing that's when you go to somewhere and you see glass windows up and you just break them you go in and take all that you can you see first you smash you go grab you cause the whole scene and you run out the only problem is when you're like six foot six and you weigh like 260 pounds and you're a top five recruit people know what you look like so doing this offense one time is bad enough people Three weeks after he got caught doing it the first time, he did that shit again, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. did that shit again. Same crime, same type of crime, bro. 2 a.m. vape shop. Let me get it in again, bro. <laughs> I'm know smashing he, them grabbing. You know, he
3: doesn't have like an inconspicuous uh profile either, though. The dude's like what, six oh. seven
1: or some what? shit like that? Like the God. dudes, <laughs> dude's huge. It's like Top- Kim five-star, five-star blue-chip recruit for Georgia at tight end. We know the tight ends that y'all are churning out. Boogie's a fan of Georgia. He knows the tight ends that they churn out. And I so, know this man, <laughs> decides, if you get a chance, go online and just look up. You ain't got... It's so prominent on it. You ain't got to look up his name. Just go put in Nebraska TE, and you'll see videos of a big Hulk-ass motherfucker breaking in to vape shops on a whole nother scale. Vape shops,
0: bro? Yes.
1: You know, I mean... We can't get this. We can't get this guy some vapes. We we are a we are a power five conference school. We are in Nebraska. We can't get my man some vapes, which is why I tell you he's good dog. Because
3: I hey, think man, look, get it, my vapes. he just wants more vapes. It's wrong. One, <laughs> one wrong way of going about trying to get an NIL deal. You know, it's like look uh, you want a sponsorship. I'm pretty sure there's other ways that you can do it. You don't have to go ahead and kick in their front door or their back door twice. <laughs> and try to you know and the thing yeah. is the first time how much money he, how much money he got from the first time it was like what like like 30 something, or $60 Man, something
1: like, dollars or something dollars
3: it was 30 big.
1: and then the next one was uh this new one was he, he went up it was 1672 i'm um, sorry about the delay mm-hmm. and um the business was estimated uh damage to the business, all the shit he smashed up was six
3: hundred and fifty dollars. Give me one second. All right. Well, so Russ has to go ahead and uh start uh restart stuff there. And are you back there, brother? You good?
1: Am I good? I don't know. I think I'm still
3: Yeah, it's still a delay. It's still a delay with all the right. audio. Give me good.
1: one second, I'll be right.
3: back. All right, so while he's doing that, we'll go ahead and we'll go over. Good, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll hold it on the phone oh, for it, a
3: second. Here's fucking Chris coming in. Look, <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, we wanted uh, actually to actually talk to you about the uh, the segment and stuff. So this is moving forward. This is what we kind of want you to do, man. We want you to go ahead and do like a, a Chris uh,
0: basement 10. Oh, well, I get the bottom feeders. Yeah, you just shit on him, bro. <laughs> he just shit on him <laughs> well, if uh, if Sterling doesn't pop up out of yeah. the uh, out of the woods here, I might have to step in for the, the top ten again. Yeah,
3: I, I wouldn't mind, but I, th- I think he's going to be here. Um, I think you know how he, uh, he has to go ahead
0: and finish up the old stuff. So. I'm not even sure if he made it back from Buffalo yet. My shit, man. I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, uh, might, he, he might very well be traveling back, but like, he, I mean, he put the top ten in, so it's yeah, so, so, top so, ten.
3: I assume that he that, he, that he's going to be in, but if not, then you know, uh, we we still have Chris that's going to step in and put his spin on the top ten. Uh, but yeah, no, you. Oh, you, I can't you, wait for that. Yes, yeah, see, look.
1: I cannot. I came in just in time. I can't wait for that. Oh man, you're still,
0: you're still laggy. I mean, just, I said we just we just roll with it. Um, yeah, it's gonna
1: be all right. Yeah, I mean, we, can,
3: a,
0: we, can, we can roll with it, but it's I said, it, and, it, yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Highlights,
1: and yeah, it's it's fine talking about it's not that we do. just focus on
3: that. All right, yeah. <laughs> up, boys. all right, man. So, <laughs> all right, look. So, uh, Russ is back with us. You know, if there's a delay on the video, uh, and audio, just bear with us. You know, new platform, we're just ironing out the kinks here. Um, but as we were saying, um you know, Eric uh, you know, Eric, Eric has a very uh very, very uh standing uh he ain't really inconspicuous. You ain't inconspicuous motherfucker, and look, brother, you know, you you kicking over vape uh vape stores. Oh, like
1: you're literally probably like top five biggest motherfuckers in Nebraska right now. Yeah. And you know, this the oldest nigga in Nebraska.
3: I'm sorry I had to do it, Russ.
1: Is this I know the owner of the vape shop stepped out there, but was like, I don't like that.
3: Like that shit. I'm going to drop, it I'm down like, one, I'm gonna drop
1: a dime on that. I'm going to drop a dime on that. And they did. And they did. I'm going to try one more thing, man. I'm going to try one more
3: thing. All right. Now right, go ahead. And then whenever you come back, we'll just go ahead and we'll get into the disdain, uh, dis-dain sports. Uh, all right. So we're trying. We're trying. All right, there we go. So while Russ goes ahead and gives it another college go, uh, we'll go ahead and give you a couple of announcements. While you, while I have you here, um, please go ahead and tune in to Sports Sushi, uh, our website. You know we have blog entries uh, up there uh, almost weekly, and I say almost weekly because I am not sure who is the uh, last person that's supposed to be uh, updating it. But if you are listening in on our uh, listening live on YouTube, uh, Twitch. Uh, Rumble or anything uh, live now, you can go ahead and hit the like and subscribe, hit the bell. You can uh, hit that ding ding, you know, and uh, you can go ahead and tune into us whenever we're live and we're doing our shows. We do the show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, do a little bit of math to know what we're doing. We know at the time we're going live on your side of the world. Um, also, we got Chris coming back in, joining with us. Uh, but also, uh, what else are we are live on, Chris? Uh, where is uh, Rumble? Odyssey.
0: uh cur- currently we're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Rumble.
3: The okay, other so ones we- are all
0: re uploaded to it. Okay. And then you know we- you can find all of our uh
3: sync.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was sync. that it was that fucking forced virtual background like forced that shit upon you. Oh okay. Like, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I had to go in and yeah, get that shit turned
3: on. But yeah, but always, you know, just like and subscribe, you know, and, and tune in with us so you can find our uh, uploads on all, all your podcast needs. So please be sure to tune in and like and subscribe. So Russ, can we go ahead and move on to this day in sports, my brother?
1: Yes, on this day in sports in 1987, Walter Payton rushed for his 107 TD uh, on the on the Bears' way to beating the Bucks, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by some score of like 20 to seven or something. But, yeah, that's basically it, you guys. You know, Walter Payton was sweetness at this point. You know, he's getting it in. And uh, 107 TDs, witness greatness. That's on this day in sports. A little bitty history nugget for all you sports nerds out there.
3: I know uh, Chicago Bears kidding. fans are. Can we change this
1: from Michigan? I'm sorry. I just – I'm sorry, Sterling. <laughs> and when you arrive, I apologize But Chris. No. Like, at least change it each week. I, I'm sorry. This has been boiling over. Like, every week I sit here. And I'll see Michigan, and I'm like, "Yo, Georgia's number one." Like Boogie, honestly, deserves the background. He's got the highest ranking right now. Like, uh, you know, Michigan lost to TCU, who lost to Coach Prime. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm sorry. You know, I love college football. They do not belong on the front right now. I, yeah. Like I said, I won't even say my team, but I'll accept. Can we put Georgia in the background? No, no, no. I, I, I think
3: the consensus would be, you know, we can put we can put Colorado. Coach Prime. I think yeah, can who, we
1: put Coach Prime in the background for college football? No, you, know,
3: you can't. We can we it's it's, it's must not Michigan.
1: You. I know, I know, like Sterling, mm. you're not here for this, but no. You can't defend right yourself now. You can't defend your
3: team either. Only so. time
1: I like Michigan is when they're playing against Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? And like right now, they're not. And I don't, I'm just tired of seeing the big house, Chris. Nothing against you. I'm tired. I know you are too. I don't, you don't even like college football, I don't think, but, but. he does. Ann
3: Arbor, we ain't trying to see that shit. And if All you're a right. Michigan fan, so what? Nigga? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but on the theme of, you know, teams that are, uh, once dominant and no longer, no more, uh, get to the low tide that is, uh, Alabama football now. Ooh. Um, yeah, man, uh, I think, excuse me, I had to, ooh. <laughs> but, uh, um, sorry, pardon me, uh, but Russ. See, you, you, normally we'll have uh Sterling here to you know kind of come in and weigh in on a uh, college football landscape, but today, oh, be, you know, I'm
1: all about it. I already, I already know you. you is. We could go. I got my full... Oh, you ready?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Said, yeah. 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 He, he already knows. Yeah. No, all right. So as I pointed this, uh, it's not to me. It is. It, it two things can be right at at the same time. So yes, we are witnessing the downfall, if you will, of Alabama. But the reason reason for this is because, as you know, as a Georgia fan, Kirby's with you guys. We got NIL opened up. The players aren't all going to one school anymore, Uh, which to me, it didn't have to be my school. I just hated it when all of them went to one school. You know, back in our day, you had three, four, five schools where all the best players went. And it got to a point with the playoff when they made the playoff and the SEC teams made it. All the players were like, "Mango NFL." Who are they drafted? Alabama. So Alabama had the most stacked team for the most years. Now we're witnessing Alabama have an evenly matched team, and yes, they're losing, um, or they have lost. So it is, it is a a yes, a slow a slow tide, a no roll, or whatever you want to call it. It is the death, uh, in my opinion, but. It's not because Alabama can't recruit or anything else. It's because these players have more choices. Why are you going to go to Tuscaloosa when you can go live on Sixth Street? Why or party on Sixth Street every night? Why are you going to go to Tuscaloosa when you can go to a place even like Norman, where Norman's not the party place, but Norman's in perfect distance from Oklahoma City and Dallas, Texas. So it's kind of like you can go to a place like that. Why would you go there when you can go to USC and live in LA? You know what I'm saying? You can go to Colorado and play for Coach Prime. You know what I'm saying? You. Like you know what I'm saying, Florida State is back. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a lot more options that kids are taking, and because the, the playoff is going to 12 teams, so we are witnessing the end of not only Alabama, but we're witnessing the end of that superior, overwhelmingly dominant program is gonna die. 12 slots exist. If you're a five-star recruit, you can look nationally at the table and say, I can go anywhere. Like all, all the top recruits can literally look and say, I can go anywhere. Um, and I can make a difference, and we could possibly make the championship like Georgia. Y'all are number one, but you've watched the games, they're number one, but they look beatable. Yeah, Texas is number three, they look beatable. Alabama, we're talking about beatable. Who's number two is Michigan, I believe. Beatable. Be sure to watch for the sports sushi, uh, sushi rolls where I get my top 10. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're like, they're like number two. So, like, every team in the top five looks like they can be beat. Every team in the top five, I believe, is from a different conference. So it's one of those, unless it's like the Big Ten Man too, but it's one of those where it's like it's just it's just more parody is across the board. And so yeah, short answer, yeah, they die and long answer, it's not just because they suck. You missed me shit on Michigan, uh just because yeah. I got tired of your background being up. But what's up, sir? <laughs> I, I felt like I had to hit the silky johnson. I was mad you weren't here, but I was just like, I'm tired of seeing Michigan up all the every
3: week why because well, so so Ru- so rosa is, is, is I'm hating, but it's there but as a consensus i voted that hey why don't we just put colorado up there i think that that there must be there must be tv in college football
2: and you know i was like you know sure but if it ain't broke don't fix it, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> if it Ain't uh, broke, don't woo- fix it baby see- Ah, we right. so came ah. in at the right
3: time, Stirl, We over here discussing uh Alabama's fall from uh, grace here. Oh yeah, uh, He said, oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: enjoying it. Means, uh,
2: so, so first uh, like, of all, uh, Russ gave his
3: piece. Uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, just let you get take through. Take the,
2: well, uh, now that you know Daddy's home, it's good to see my niggas. <laughs> my niggas, I, I miss the brother. hell out of y'all, man. What? He gotta always gets ready
1: for it when he does it. He does it like once every 90 days. He's like, yeah, wrestling ain't expecting this shit. I ain't going to have no
2: quick comeback. Oh, yeah. man. So, it feels... I it always feels... hear
1: fucking Drake when you say it, too. I hear that song in my head. I'm like, God dang man, Shit. I don't even like that song like that, man. God, dog. Uh, nah. All the respect.
2: Though, can... All the love. I mean, this show is not as great as it is without the three of us. Uh, listen. I'm going to tell you something what I tell you that Jalen Miro can't fucking throw the football? They're not, they're not, Russell, guy. they're not tell you that. You hey, did, hey, Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. Remember when I was like, you know what I'm having, you know, and then Russell stopped me. He was like, see, here comes Sterling the scout. You know, he gonna start talking this shit about, you know, I mean, you know, and and, and that nigga can't hit the side of a fucking barn. It,
1: oh, God. I mean,
2: <laughs> this nigga is all, he all legs. He nigga all legs, he just run. So, Alabama, God. they fucking suck. Yeah, they suck. They fucking suck. Now, I will say this, though. I mean, it's just nice to be right all the time. <laughs> it's nice right, to be Martin. right. It's all nice right, to be Martin. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to throw some – I'm going to throw some, Some. you know – Oklahoma looks good, bro. I, we, I, we, you know
1: what? As we continue, do y'all want to move forward? Was, yeah. As we continue, I was going to say, I didn't want to say too much. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this. Clemson sucks and we look good. It wasn't Dabo. It was Brent Venom. Now, we may have baby stoops on our hands. We won't know yet. But Oklahoma looks good because we ain't played nobody. I'm an honest fan. We ain't really played nobody yet. Cincinnati will be the first, like, quiz. Sure. I'll call him a quiz. The test, of course, is going to be at the State Fair when we play Texas. Um, who's number three right now? Looks but they really don't
2: look good. that great either. Like Texas, I, look, Texas beat up on Alabama. That they, they, Alabama's trash, but Texas has they have athletes, right? So they're they can athlete with anybody. Texas goes out and they play Wyoming. Was it Wyoming? Bro, yes. Like, bro, are you kidding me? Three, the three four, of us can four, go four, play four. And, and make an impact.
1: No, no, no. The, three quarters were, the three quarters the, No, no, the three quarters were, were horrific. They took the fourth quarter to come back. No, you're right. I, I, maybe it's the fan in me sitting back like because we got to wait for this game to see.
2: What but you scared of?
1: Ain't no fear.
2: Hey, Boogie, he's scared, ain't, ain't he? No you sound scared, don't he? He uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds scared, Boogie. He no, sounds you know, scared. See, here's, what Here, here's
1: what happens. You say that. And then it's like, hey, I get that. This new scared. Then I get that. And I'm like, no. And I tell you all the great things that I see. And Texas (laughs) go beat our ass like 35 to 2 or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, I'm not going to set myself up for that failure. I will say this, though. No, Oklahoma's been playing really good football. But I have to be honest. Like, we have not played anybody that will make me say I need a gauge. I can use this as a gauge. Cincinnati will be the first team. There's a quiz. They're not great. But it's the first team, as far as that I can go through before we play a number three team in the nation that I can look at and say, okay, like this will be a good barometer. But we have been putting up sixty-six lowest point totals, twenty-eight, put up seventy on another team. So it, it's I, I'm optimistic. But looking into week three, I'm gonna give props to Texas for taking care of business against Wyoming. I'm gonna give uh, props to Florida, Tennessee, your poop. More on that in mm. the sports but mm. a sushi roll. Somebody else who I'll get in throw. Oh, man. What man, good man, is 99 either. throw power if your <laughs> yeah. accuracy is zero? He, he, this man, was the did.
2: same thing at Michigan with him, with Milton. The bro, same crazy. thing. And they were like, route, oh, bro. Joe Milton's is he's going to be the next. He's, you know, in the early draft conversation, Flat Jesus, route. this, this. All the power in the world. They ain't got no, no touch. No touch. Slants
1: at guys' ankles, and for the guy that was on Tennessee trying to box the Florida offensive lineman, he crazy, bro. Take the hell and go home. We almost got too mad. Right, bro. That, oh, that, that was
2: big. That was Milton, was it? No, uh, uh-uh. uh no. no that was it was a different like Milton's DB number seven. Number okay. five I was, was like right uh, or DB or something. He was something. Yeah. I was he like, was first of all, number sixty-four. Like <laughs> <four. I remember. laughs> what are you squaring up Why? when you got helmets on? That, that's not the dumbest idiotic Negro shit I done seen, bro? bro. How are that, you gonna that, hurt somebody with that, a helmet that, on? That, uh, unless you're fucking go go gadget and you can extendo dashima nigga straight through his visor. His visor, <laughs> his visor. You know his visor. <laughs> like stop. Just you know. stop, man. What you doing this for? Right, like, yeah. Bro, stop.
1: Nah, nah, it was it was terrible. Uh I like I said, if I need to dive in deeper, I'll get into that in the sushi roll. But yeah, no, as far as college football, that's what I really noticed. Um, we're looking more into week four. I don't know, did you notice anything else, Boogie? Caught your attention. I mean, of course, we're gonna get into Colorado yeah. and 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 that amazing game as far
3: as well, really, it was only two games that I seen that uh that week. It was the uh it was the Tennessee and Florida. And I seen something before that, but it was you know always just a build up to to the uh the Colorado. And Colorado can I ask you a question?
1: Yeah. This, this is this is for you know it's gonna take a few minutes to do this. Florida Dale, Ghost. Is Miami for real?
2: Okay, yeah.
1: So I talked yeah. I, talk, I, I talk, think yeah because because two of our avid listeners are Miami fans. Fuck you both. But you are you are <laughs> okay. my Miami fans with Ghost and, and uh and Florida Dale. Miami out here putting on man. I can't lie. So in the Adidas universe, in Adidas units. So makes it even worse.
3: I, I actually talked to Florida Dale about this, and I asked him. I said, "You know, how do you think your boys are doing?" He, you know, he says, "I'm gonna tell you like this. I ain't seen nobody on campus hanging out." He said, "That's always a good sign," and that's all that he told me. He was like, "You know, while I'm at work, he says I don't see any of them. You know, hanging around campus. They're either going to class, or they're going to the cafeteria and get lunch." He said, "I don't see them hanging around." He says, yes, you know, right. it's, it's it's all business. So he says to me that's a good sign. So business
2: is so,
3: business. But business is being handled at, at the U at yeah. uh core gable. So uh shout out to that guy for the Dell I know uh he won't have any time. Uh he'll have he has been trying to uh, get get on the show, but he hasn't been able to get any time
1: away. If he's winning, he'll make
3: time. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he he'll, on, he'll, going he'll, him he'll, the short he,
1: time, yeah. He'll yeah. make time.
3: You'll show. up, sure, You'll show. Sure.
1: up. He'll be on there, like, to be like, like
3: the Florida Boogeyman. Yeah, the Florida. Yeah, Russell. What <laughs> like type of shit? So Florida Dale, Florida Dale, I, I, Powell, remember, I remember.
1: I gave you. I gave you flowers, motherfucker. I gave yeah. you flowers. <laughs> uh, <enough>. do <laughs> uh, <me> no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you come with that inferno, like, hey, avoid this guy. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Boston College of Florida State. Again, I think I might touch down a suture roll, may not. But since we're talking about week three. Yes. That's when that stood out for state. A little bit of a stumble, but Boston College pump
3: game, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But those are the two games that that stood out to me. Um, you know, Florida is looking like, you know, a rubber band team. Good this week. Bad, bad this week. Uh, typical Florida shit. Um, but you know, it, it all in all, you know, I think I think the whole it, the, the playoff scene is, is pretty much in the national scene is, mm-hmm. is pretty much wide open. I think, I Oh think no, all, it, it, it's, yeah, it's wide. Yeah, open. I think we all can kind of agree on that, that, you know, is, it doesn't look like anybody's really dominant and that how Russ earlier uh, said early that, you know, any team looks like they can be beaten. Um, so let's, let's go ahead and uh, get to the uh week four of uh, previews uh games that we're kind of looking forward to, to, uh, looking forward to it on week 4. So god damn it. God damn it. God damn it.
1: <laughs> worker, worker, work her it
3: her. Yeah, okay trying to try to wish for so and go pull up my god dang, uh my week 4 uh, stuff. So looking at the schedule here, uh I already know where I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and lay my uh, my bet for sports uh for sports sushi uh my sports sushi bet, but I'm going to hold off for that on our uh on our watch card, but is looking. I'm looking at it. Is is it's a lot of teams here, a lot of uh, ranked teams playing each other. So that means that you know it's gonna be some movement on the top 25. And I'm gonna be honest. It look like it's gonna be some people that's gonna get some upsets here this week. I think this is gonna be a week that, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna tell you my my, my sports sushi gum, my, my uh sports bet uh, bet stamp pick. Man, I got. I, I was fucking that up. I think Ole Miss is going to upset Alabama. Um.
2: Yes. Ole Miss upsetting Alabama Yeah, I don't it even think happen. that's an upset though.
3: Well, yeah, on mine they have Alabama be, as a seven point
2: and
1: they have the better quarterback.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if you. I, I think Vegas um, is going to look at it as an upset, but I don't think America is looking at it.
1: I'm as not. An upset. I'm not putting it. I'm not putting it in. But Boogie, you'll agree. Some of the listeners of the show agree. The upset I want of the weekend. Who that? See? You're gonna meet that real dirty bird. <laughs> beat, beat my big beat nigga you know okay no because people people on tv and boogie i we deserve it right so i'm gonna yeah. correct it people on pat McAfee, uh college game day espn y'all out here doing this little beat beat you ain't never been to the Utsa. one mm. it's not utsa it's Utsa. yeah and it's big beat motherfucker. it is so big when beat. you say it you say it like you mean it beep. Beat beat, you know yeah. what i'm saying and you gotta and you gotta hit the roadrunner
3: then you gotta go ahead. You gotta wiggle
2: it too.
1: If you don't, if you don't wiggle it, you'll be yeah. you'll be confused with another organization that you yeah. don't, uh, you don't want them, you don't yeah. want the monkeys, don't want the maps on your ass. Yeah. Uh, so yes, again, it's big beat motherfucker, yeah. and uh, it's Uza for those those out there. You know what I'm saying? And if if you want to know, hey yo, hey, I'm Chasing Projects '06 baby. Yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, all right, yeah. no, I really,
1: yeah. yeah. Press from the second floor. Talk about it, you know? Trice. Talk about it. Talk live about no, it, you know what I'm saying? No. Hey, where you need your booze? It's in my room, baby. <laughs> 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 it's in my room, baby. Hey, I had the cooler. But no, nah, uh, nah, so that's that's what I hope happens. You know, I hope Usa gets it done. Franklin, stay seated. I'm, you done had like seven years to play in college. So yeah. I'm good on that. Uh, but of course, we probably going to talk about it. No, of course, Colorado... Oregon, Florida versus Clemson is a big one because Florida is ranked number 4, but they still have to prove that they're able to get over each hump that they face. And uh Clemson of course is one cuz they've owned the division for so long, stated earlier, Oklahoma versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati is going to be the first team that has uh D1 talent uh that you're going to play that's actually going to try uh to I mean other teams try, but actually going to put up a fight besides that, to me that did a pretty good job. So That's going to be upset alert. Um, Of course, I think the game with the day is going to end up being, of course, it's going to be Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Um, I'm still trying to figure out who I got. Um, Shotgun, Sean, that is a a bold one. He said he's got the money line. I got Colorado, CU straight over Oregon. I'm going to tell you as a betting person, um, don't do that. Um, I would take the spread. Uh, now, with me saying that, I may look like a complete idiot coming up, and they may win the game, and I hope that they do. I would take the points. I would take the plus twenty-one because I do not believe in any scenario that they're going to lose by more than twenty-one points. I think that if they do lose, to think having the better quarterback is going to help them. I'm not going to get into that because I hope my hope is going to outweigh my bet. But y'all you know I'm betting. But I take the points, plus twenty-one. I would take that. Uh, like a hundred times out of hundred, with a team like Colorado and how they're playing now. One more, I will say, Penn State plays Iowa, and that's an upset alert too. Hmm. Come on, one. Iowa plays defense, and Penn State be waiting to choke. Pause.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Pause. look, I'm, a, I'm gonna. I mean, there's not. I don't. I don't disagree with anything you said. Well, um, I'm
1: sorry, Sterling. Uh, the comment just came up. No because okay, y'all can tell me if I got it wrong. If you bet on the underdog, you win more money, correct?
3: Yes. Scared money don't make money.
1: Because he said scared money don't make money. And this is a friend of mine, and i be telling him all the time, take the points then, bro, because you're betting on the underdog. If you take the straight money line, like you're just betting for the... Man, it's so hard.
0: Okay, you, you boys clearly need a gambling degenerate in here to come in here <laughs> and clear this up. Yeah, yeah if, you, yeah. if you bet on the underdog, you don't... Get more. You only get more when you bet straight up on an underdog to win outright. There, the money line is how much. Like if it's 200 percent, uh, then a hundred dollar bet gets you two hundred.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: a, a bet, a bet with the spread, just gets you basically your whatever you're betting your money back. Now there's a vig on that. If you lose, uh, that you got to pay an extra on it. But the the way to win more than what you're betting is to bet the money line. Shout
1: out to shotgun. Yeah, I'm still yeah, not going to okay. do that, though, because there's a the difference between betting, betting with your balls out and betting with where they can get cut or betting smart. Um, So I'm just going to let everybody know. Is it wrong
3: if you take the points, you don't make as much as you make with the money line? Uh,
1: you just, no, no, that's explain game it. So yeah. that's cool. But um I will counter that by saying you can bet for Colorado to beat Oregon if you want. Um, just to sit there and say that you let your nuts hang or you could bet them <laughs> to beat the spread and you could get something for it. me personally. I'm not going to lie. And I'll say this out loud. Letting your nuts hang and saying shit like "scare money don't make money don't mean shit if you're not winning. Um, and you want to win the bet and betting t- plus 21 is way better than betting the money line just to say that you did it. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, um, that yeah. gets no, there, there's no trophies for that in my book. But people say like, yeah, but I, I stuck my neck out and you got it chopped off. Don't
0: care. So, so the gambling degenerate here again, Um, if that's what you believe that it's going to win outright, then what you would do is hedge your bet with, so let's say I want to put a hundred bucks for them to win outright and, and you're going to get like a thousand one, won, like you would have gotten off of the Dion one in week one, then you bet a hundred dollars on that. And you can win three, four, five times your money, whatever the the money line is. And then you bet a hundred dollars on the spread. So as long as they cover the spread, you're winning your hundred dollars back, and you got a free roll on them winning outright to 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 get whatever the the money line is. That's uh, that's
1: what I would do. And there's your betting degenerate information for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. But that's actually, but no, that's actually a that's actually a really good strategy the way he laid it out because you're playing both sides at the same time. All right. According right, to Chris, according to Chris, you should bet. Never
2: mind. 75. Man, I
1: don't
2: should know. should be seventy five. Yo, that that's a that's a that's a bet. I, I couldn't do that. I, I don't think CU is going to win it's this not, game. Oh,
1: wait, it's not teaching me how to bet. <laughs> it's a preference of right. him trying to win more by taking more of a risk. Again, you don't get trophies in my book for sticking your neck out and getting decapitated. So it's like if you want to bet CU and win nothing and tell me, well, my, well, my bet would have, I don't care. That shit don't mean nothing to me or anybody else. You lose. I'm in this to win. So if you want to win, it ain't about saying, oh, I bet a bunch of money and I lost, but I'm going to do it again. No, you want to win. And the best bet to take in this situation is the plus 21 because it's more likely that they lose by less than 21 or win in an upset than it is than them winning outright.
2: All right
1: so uh With this game. Any, but everything's you, case by case do you have
2: anything you want to add true um i'm definitely not taking uh Oregon to went to to win outright um I, I or see you to win outright sorry i def it's gonna be i think they can here's the thing man it's like if i'm thinking you know from uh just from an observer standpoint an analysis or, or however you want to look at it Colorado's offensive line is trash. Them boys are bad. Yeah, and that and, and that and their ability to mishandle the ball, you know, that scares me. You know, what I'm saying like that because I feel like Oregon, but Oregon hasn't looked that great either. But they definitely think about, they definitely have pieces up. on the offensive line in in, in terms of the trenches. They're a lot better in, trend, in the games, one in the trenches, but this is college football, so crazy shit happens all the time. That's
1: why I said. That's why I said, Colorado does stand a chance to win this game, a big chance because they have the better quarterback, and the offensive line issues are mitigated by him being able to get rid of the ball. But I do think this game is going to weigh on how is how is Colorado's secondary. Going to be able to keep up with the firepower that Oregon's going to bring offensively, because boys like Troy Franklin, Bo Nix spreading the ball around. They Oregon hasn't looked amazing, but Oregon is a is I, w- I don't want to use the word powerhouse, but year after year you see that they right. ain't nothing to really you know they ain't nothing to they scoff yeah. you know they,
2: They've had enough time to implement their roster, how they want to get things done, and so forth. Whereas Colorado, this, they're new to this, right? So yeah. It, it, it's gonna be I'm gonna take the spread Colorado with the spread hopefully that they keep it close um and yeah. we're gonna really see what Shador is made of uh to be honest yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and I, I think he's made of a lot and to those that are gambling it's I always like to put this into perspective don't generalize things you know some games you may need to bet the spread some games you may may need to bet straight up and some games you may want to do over and under uh, mm-hmm. which I don't do that much unless I'm just trying to have fun. Um, but it's it's all case by case and I always remember two things can be right um but don't one thing you don't want to do in betting and, and this is hey, shotgun you may take this as, as a direct shot don't just let your nut hang let nuts hang it's a <laughs> it's about winning you know what I'm saying because you let your nuts hang ten times that one time you win you lie, but you lost nine you know what I'm saying so
3: all right so let's go ahead oh got yeah. Little beard there. So let's go ahead and move on uh, to the next segment. Uh, it's going to pretty much be a seamless transition. So we're still talking about the uh, Colorado Buffalo and the uh, Colorado State game. Uh, very, very, very competitive game. Um, it went to double overtime. I stayed up to about 1 30 in the morning watching this game. It was very, very, very entertaining. But, uh, you know, something happened, you know, on the first, you know, within the first quarter. Of the game, well, the first half of the game, uh, Travis Hunter went on for a pass on the sideline, and he took a shot from uh, Colorado State uh, safety of Blackburn, and however you want to, you know, call it late hit, dirty hit.
1: I, um, yeah, I know you see me on, on IG. I'm yeah. not gonna say any more about yeah. the guy, but you know, yeah. like, Oh man, I'm not. No, no, I will not get canceled. Continue, with yeah, me.
3: yeah. So. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, whatever, the, the, you know, however you fall on the intention uh, with it. Uh, this kid, um, after the game, this kid has received death threats and, you know, towards him and his family for this particular play. Um, but in the same hand, um, Vikings running back Alexander Madison uh, recently shared, uh, you know, messages from his social media account, Um basically you know showing what fans are telling him about his play and you know their fantasy embedding uh situations and it, it you know as a black man you know is about what you you expect you know a bunch of people using the hard uh talking about his ethnicity, and you know his intelligence and you know all this other stuff when is it you know uh, you know Fans, you know, we, we've talked about this, you know, in other sports as well, like with basketball. Uh, yeah, where does you know fans, you know, cross the line? And now we're talking about it with football. Um, there is definitely a line, and I think the fans, you know, they they constantly cross it. And you know, this was one of the things that we, yeah, that we talked about when you know sports gambling was going to be. <laughs> legalized you're going to get a lot of you know people that are losing money and you know they're pointing the finger at these athletes that are on you know they're in this game and stuff like that and they're kind of taking their their frustrations out uh directing their frustration out at them but um i at this point i, I kind of want to you know back up and, and kind of just stick you know we well, not stick but focus right now on uh blackburn and his situation um i don't think you know i gotta you know I don't think that nothing that happens on the field will warrant a death threat. You know, anything short of whatever, you know, you might have seen on uh, the last boy scout, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, but you know, <laughs> but anything short of that, you know, you don't, you don't deserve nothing. No, 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 death right? That motherfucker pulled a gun. On the
1: yeah. 40. Or was he 30 yard line? Yeah. You are nuts. This game no so he scored. My bad. My yeah, bad. He scored. Now he
3: scored. No, he scored. Yeah.
1: Then
3: he got his on his Yeah. Ah. yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> so anything yeah, short of that. A
1: tell, yeah.
3: Yeah, that, that's a movie. Okay. Not real life. But um, yeah, <laughs> ain't life a bitch, Chris. Yeah, I knew Chris was gonna say this... something about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Score but, touchdown, then you die.
3: Yeah. Just oh, man, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> talking about fancy, uh, fantasy, fantasy ruin. Fan.
3: But uh, but let's stick with the fans here. Um, what are your What are you guys' thoughts on,
2: on, on the situation? Yeah, uh, I'll go first, man. Um, first of all, that's some crazy shit. Like, I understand, like you do a dirty hit, I'm gonna kick your ass, kind of stuff. Meet me in the parking lot. We're gonna come up in your locker room and fuck you up. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But death threats. that's wild, but you also, and I'm going to say this, you got to understand though, like black people, we ain't with it. We're not with that shit. And I'm going to tell you something, man, when you have, and I'm going to blame the head coach for this, because for him to come out and say the things that he said about, it was a very, um, from the culture standpoint, it was a very like coon kind of (laughs) comment let's be real let's be honest that's how blacks interpret it okay like Deion sanders has been who he's been his whole life he's been swag and that's the kind of and the fact that you sit up in at colorado state because i live down the street well you know theoretically comparatively right where in boulder it it for first of all, for Dion to be coaching where he is in Boulder is a big deal because Boulder's kind of racist, even though they're they're progressive, but there's a lot of old money there with kind of a lot of those ideas and those kind of things. So, you know, you, you have that that coach Jay Norvell to say what he said, you're like, yo, like, that's some bullshit, you know what you're saying. And so it kind of and then you get on the field and it was chirpy, and oh boy, hits uh Travis Hunter like that. You're like, okay. All right, I can see why he got death threats because we ain't going for that. Like you're not going to do yeah. that. First of all, when you got Offset up in here and all these celebrities and all this stuff, like it, they've turned CU from Lily White ass to some niggerdom. <laughs> That's what they did <laughs> the B, overnight. The Awards, and the and the white folks are oh, loving it. it. the Ozone Awards. You got <laughs> oh, you, you like. got you got the dean of students wearing a, a chains and like. He's like, look at all my black friends. You know, that's that's the kind of vibe yeah. he has in Colorado right now. So for you to do that, it's senseless. It's stupid. It's football. Death threats don't need to be made. I understand why they were made. It's still wrong. But we can't sit here and act like, well, you know, it's just egregious. And it's just, 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 just. Like, first of all, you got to know where Travis Hunter comes from. That boy comes from the dirt. That boy comes from the dirt. And Dion's kind of taking him under his wing. And, and, and Travis calls Dion his dad. Like, so you got to understand, like, all of it together in context. You got to look at cultural norms and societal norms as well. It's still wrong, but people do that kind of shit. It just is what it is. It's sports. Right. Yes, yeah, right.
1: I, I think it's wrong. You know you know my stance. I say it all the time because NBA fans get on my fucking nerves. Like, there's a line you don't cross um now i do believe that no but I, but when i say this i also want to say let's not overgeneralize it because when you have two parties that are going back and forth and the athletes are being bitch made in their overwhelming mm-hmm. uh, arc of don't talk bad about me when i play bad and the fans go overboard in their in their way of saying like nah bro like my interest in your sport and our interest in your sport is why you get paid millions of dollars True. and I want to be able to talk my shit. Even if you don't like my shit, I want to be able to talk it. And social media gives us a way to literally at you, point you out and say, ah, motherfucker, nigga, I don't like you. It gives them a chance to do that. You know what I'm saying? Behind the keyboard. So is it wrong? Yes, it is very wrong. Uh, But I don't want to cut like fans off because I see that there's a... And I'm, and I'm like, y'all notice as we keep going forward. I'm going to be very careful about this because there is a a silent, a silence silent um, motive from athletes to get their 100% way. Every, I always say the saying, if you give someone an inch, they'll take a mile. And the athlete's mile, if you will, is y'all going to shut the fuck up talking about <laughs> us because this shit is hard. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and, right. and, and my thing to fight against is I don't believe in fans saying too crazy shit, but if you miss a three, I'm allowed to yell out, you a bum. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm black, I'm allowed to yell out, you a bum, nigga. Like, like, like KG, <laughs> KG put that perfectly. And and then they want to say, well, it's KG. He's like, no, nah, if you in the stands and you pay for your ticket and your players or the guy on the other team misses, you can yell out, you a bum. You suck. Like, you can talk shit. You worked your whole life to be this good? Go get a real job. You know what I'm saying? You're allowed to say shit like that. Now, it crosses the line when you start making death threats and things, but I just want to, when we start covering these topics, because some racist white person is going to do something crazy again at a game, because their way of getting off at a game is yelling the N-word, saying some racist shit, telling you go back to the projects, just like us as black people or us as minorities. We go to the game and we have fun telling the opposing team, "You sorry, like you trash, bro. You yeah. you did all this, you trash." Like we get like that's our way of talking shit. So like it goes overboard, but I just don't want it to get to a point where we're like, y'all can't say anything negative towards right. me. But dear white people, as the Netflix show was once upon a time, y'all gotta stop with the overwhelming racist shit. Like the stuff that y'all did at Bama uh to the Texas players. Stop, oh. like. Calling people a nigger with the hard ER because he's going for 30. Chill, bro. Like, chill. Like, you can call him a bum. You can say he sucks. You can say his mama's fat. You can say all that shit, bro. We do not care, but you got to stop giving death threats and using the hard ER yeah. and thinking of the worst thing possible you can say, like, to degrade a person. Keep so, that shit on the ninety-four feet
2: hey, of wood, or on the hundred. I also have to add black folks racist too now. Yeah, so, you know. so,
3: let, let me add. You let know. me add some
2: real quick before uh, before Chris goes. So
3: me and my mom, we like to you know discuss these topics here when sports and and racism, you know, kind of meet. And me and her, we like to
2: discuss these <laughs> things. So
3: when I sat there, and I, I talked to her about uh, and I showed her the, the video of uh-huh. the Alabama fans, you know, telling the Texas players, you know, go back to the projects when they were dancing. <laughs> And stuff like that, my mom was like, ain't hey, there something Alabama person telling somebody to go back to the projects? And see, the thing is, my mom, she we grew up in Louisiana and so she knows if Alabama, you been, yeah. If you've been, if you been you in know. the
1: backwoods of the DC, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. hey, I spent a lot of time in Mississippi, yeah. So, like, y'all ain't can't say shit about no yeah. projects in <laughs> backwoods because y'all live in the dark, like, like candles for light. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm <laughs> talking wood. Nah, bro. I'm not lying. I'm talking wooden doors. Wood, <laughs> door. wood <laughs> doors with dirty floor mats and ain't into a it's house. Like the candles like a for of nah, it's like, nah, bro. Like, nah, that deep, that deep sound. Nah, but they race as hell. But I'm like, and Chris, since you popped up on the screen, you'll probably agree with this. As I close out, you should be able to yell, "Hey, man, you wear the opposite color of my team. Fuck you." Like, you should be able to
0: yell that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, for for the record, I have had an Asian lady in a BMW tell me to go back to fucking Europe because (laughs) I wouldn't let her back in after she tried to cut me off.
1: Yo, that's, that's crazy, work, Chris. I mean, she's not, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. I'm a, she, who the fuck was, says hey, that. She, no, but Chris, right I, can, I can tell you this though: you weren't the first person to piss her off that day. Yeah, I was the last. That yeah. goes somewhere deep. she hey, uh, what? No, I, I, okay. So that's I, I, I want to speak.
0: I want to speak on behalf of of racist white guy that uses the high high hard er All and. Right. I'm not speaking in defense of them. He's
2: like, because but... I use it every week. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. See, I, I'm speaking of it from, from a writer here. Not as okay, a white okay. guy, but, but as a writer and a storyteller. And, sure. and, and and one of the underlying feelings I have about racism, now there's people that are just flat out racist and, and completely fucking lost causes. But for a lot of people, I think it's fucking a lazy insult. They don't yes. they, like. I want to insult this person, and I want to trigger them. I want to get them, and I don't want to think of anything original or unique or fucking funny. I just want to get the thing that's gonna fucking hurt them the most fastest. Yes, and indeed. so they immediately go for the low hanging fruit. And and white people have always had that card. Oh, I can always look down on you, and I can play the race card. So they've never had to stretch their creative boundaries and come up with different words and different insults and 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 be creative about it. Wink, wink, nod, nod. And I think this is. Really hurt the fucking creative development of average white guy because fucking they they, they don't have to stretch their wings for anything. Do you Do you have a do
2: you have an insult? Hold on, Do you have an insult that you want to release to the world right now? For in what given situation? Like I pride
0: myself on okay. catering okay. my insults <laughs> to the, yes, we, to hey, the hey, situation. Give a
1: whole segment. No, so no, you no, know, no,
3: it, it is an art form because what you have to do is that you have to pepper the the, the insults around the situation that's going on. So right. um I like to call people uh slack jaw uh fucking, you know, and I you know certain things I can't really say here, but <laughs> you know, uh it starts with a C, ends with a T. That's usually my favorite word um that I use <laughs> to insult people, huh? What do you think? Oh, I've adopted that. I took it. It's mine now, Chris. <laughs> so so oh, man. I took, I've took i am taken that word. I, I, I don't mind. even want to I, I don't
1: want to touch it. But yeah, but like it, it, you, you
3: gotta get real creative go, with the with, with the <laughs> insults, bro. Like it it really opens your mind up. And but no, you know what you about to say, uh, uh, Russ.
1: No, no, I, I was just saying, like, like what Chris was saying, like it's I, I dig it, like, yeah, it is low-hanging fruit, but I'm saying it takes away from like, we always have to have this discussion when some mad, crazy white dude or some crazy people over in soccer decide to start using the N-word instead of, like, just giving a random Tell – telling me sucks, telling his mom raised it, a bum, you know, something other – you know what I'm saying? Have you, you ever monitored a that? chat
0: before? Like oh, a, like oh, an, oh, an oh, active oh. A, an active live chat before?
1: Uh Yes. Actually, I have. I wasn't going to say not but I have.
0: The, the – the... The de-evolution of the human mind when it becomes a collective in a chat is unfucking believable. Yeah. I, I, I monitored a chat for a couple different podcasts or whatever, but the one was specifically revolving around conspiracy theories and everybody in the chat was anonymous and, and all of that. And it was through YouTube and fucking super chats and all of that. So YouTube has a certain boundaries. And one of those is there's no N-word. So all of these freaking anonymous, like, gnats... Like, it was like a creative exercise for them to figure out how to say racist words in any creative and and, and, and defunct way that they could get through the censor thing.
1: Oh, no. In our Madly, we got a guy, because you're not allowed to use the N-word in our chat. And and I I give him credit. I I give him credit, because instead of saying the N-word, he uses urban's. He says, you urban's. I I give him him credit, but I'm
0: talking like symbols. I mean, number variation. Legally,
1: he's allowed to say it by his race, but it was just like the creative nature of like him being like, "I can't use that word." All right, you Urbans is tripping, and I'm like, "Whoa!" But yeah, that's true. For a lot of
0: people, it becomes this childish mindset. If you don't want me to say it, all I want to do now is say it, and and I'm going to say it just to fucking spite you. It's the
2: forbidden fruit.
1: And I think that's why like like you say it's the low-hanging fruit. I think that's why a lot of us look at it like like he just said, like, can we get to a point where like can y'all just like find something else disrespectful to say? Because like in the world of sports, as far as this is my opinion, it had to be anybody else's, in the world of sports, that is where I allow disrespectful shit. You can shit on Dallas if you put cowboys behind it. You can shit on Mavericks behind it. Like if I look at Boogie's shirt and say, "Boogie, your shirt is fucking ugly." That's rude. But if I say, "Boogie, your shirt is fucking ugly" because it's the Saints and I don't like the motherfuckers, <laughs> then it's sports yeah, and it's yeah. okay. Like it's, it's two different it. response. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's just the the median that we have to get to. Like you, sports is not a place where you don't talk shit. Like I do, I never want to take the shit talk out of sports, ever, ever, ever. I don't want to take the vulgarity out. I don't want to take the disrespect out. Like we do want to take the disrespect for racism out, racism out. But like, nah. Like I hate when people try to generalize it to like, fans, shut up, nah, bitch ass motherfucker, cause you playing like shit, and I gotta speak on it. You trash. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's our it's our right as fans to be as nice as we want. Hell, you got people on your dick every day telling you how great you are. It is also the right of the fan to tell you how shitty you are as well. But we do need to watch, you know, going overboard and death threats and racist things and, and comments like that. All right.
3: And that, that was another one I wanted to touch on. Chris, great job for uh, bringing that up. Uh, so, Chris brought up, what about in the stands, family, fam, like the New England-Miami game where a guy lost his That was his crazy ball. sad. Yeah, that's
2: wild. That was wild. That was wild. sad. Uh, yeah. Family, uh, a kid, uh, well, a grown man watching the game with his dad, Dude gets hit twice, uh, hits his head on the concrete, and he dies later in the hospital. Dolphins fan was the aggressor. Um, I mean, you just never want to see nothing like that. Like, imagine going to the game with your dad, right, because you're a Patriots fan and, you know, you want to see this big game or whatever, and coming away with, like, my dad died tonight watching a football game. Like that's that yeah, to me is just yeah, blows my mind, dude.
1: That's wild, bro. And it's and it's on some he lost tonight because someone else's fans took it too far. And and this is something I always say jokingly when I see people about to fight for fans or players, or when I want to tell the joke, yeah. I always say, eh, Motherfuckers ain't a part of your family, and they're not buying you Christmas gifts, bro. Never have if you're old enough. They never yep, have. You ain't buying them gifts. You don't know them, bro. Like so me when it comes to fan fights i think it's the dumbest shit ever they don't give a fuck about you bro like I, like 100 percent. if the cowboys go out here and win or lose michael don't give a fuck about me they don't care about fighting but if i try to sock some motherfucker wearing a uh commander's jersey <laughs> and on the other hand what the fuck you want to get beat up for somebody that don't give two shits about you i mean on the fan tip yes josh allen loves that you root for him sterling and the Saints love that you got your whole Saints get up on right now. But if you were to yeah, ask Michael dude. Thomas, if sure. you were to ask Michael Thomas, go fight this nigga for me or fight this person <laughs> for me, he would look at you and say, you're crazy. So why would you do it for them? So I think I think fighting for your team is the most wildest shit ever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But like, yes, facts.
3: So, so Shotgun says, nobody should takes sports talk personal. I hate when me and Russ agree about sports. I look forward to our shit talking daily. <laughs> That's, when, that's
1: me agree, we, no, when me and him agree, know him agree on sports, I want to throw up in my mouth. That's What it feels <laughs> like, like me and him agree, it's like no, it's like I have I have people that I that I have to like be nice to and agree with on shit like on a daily basis. Say some shit I don't agree with in sports because none of it's personal. We don't yes. know none of these people. They make millions of dollars. Like it, it's like nothing that we we say should really, in my opinion, should really hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Because we are just fans expressing our it's our outlet just like their outlet is playing the sport our outlet is watching the sport we have nine to fives too you know what i'm saying we have shit that we do and that we so our outlet is watching you guys play at a high fucking level you do some shit that nobody else can do and you're expected to do it at an a plus level and when you're not a plus anything less than a plus is an f and for some fans while i don't agree with that it's their right to have it so if they want to tell you fucking suck suck that shit up pause
0: and go play
3: better. All right.
1: Mason camera and all
3: and watch. All right. So let's go ahead and uh close it out here. We're gonna go ahead and get to our sports uh our bet stamp segment. Um we got about less than 30 minutes, and then we gotta get to our NFL portion after this. So, Chris, go ahead and fire it up, brother. So let's tell us who all took L's. I already know. Shut up.
0: All right, so we're going to get a little more organized with this. I'm I'm keeping track. We've got little little ticker banners along the bottom for for each of us. Uh, okay. That's we'll what I did. Lose. Man. It's a tie. Technically, yeah, technically it didn't lose. So, we're going to go we're going to, we went 2-1 one, and 1 this week. The only the only official loss was the Lions let me down. They're clearly not ready for the the the, the, the sunshine yet. Um and Boogie you had a draw. So they gave it a no decision. So you're not taking an L on that. Uh, Russ is our only two and O in the house. And say it again, Sterling, Chris. Say it. No, 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 no. Say it
1: again because you shit on Sterling me. Sterling got the
0: easy win with the Bills getting back on track. So say it again. We're we're gonna we're gonna do these in the in in, in, in worst in, in worst to first when Russ can have the stage to himself when we get there. So I'm, in, I'm, I'm currently in last position at, at one and one. Um, technically, I guess I'm tied with Sterling, but I'm coming off a loss. So I will pick first. Um, I've got a couple. I've, I, I've got what I think is a um, teaser lock. But my pick is going to surprisingly be uh, the Jets to win outright against uh, the Patriots. I I I just think they're 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 still better than the Patriots, even without Aaron Rodgers. And yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> no real quick,
0: real quick before I let you guys go, if I was looking for a teaser this week, I would go Giants, Jets, Seahawks, Lions. I think those are three freaking or four freaking locks. Um, all right. So next up, one second here. Next up is Sterling at one and one.
2: Yeah, go ahead and give me the Dolphins uh, covering the spread on that. All right,
0: cool. Miami minus six against Denver at home. Uh, that was another one I was looking at too. I think that I think that's a good pick. All right, locked in. And next up we have Boogie.
1: All right, go to. At...
0: 0-1. Oh, oh, you were actually the worst, but. Yeah.
1: damn. <laughs> Chris don't give a fuck. He's just like, whatever's the yeah. bottom, I'm kicking
3: him. <laughs> so go, to, go to NCAA. I want to take uh, Ole Miss over Bama. Oh, Well, that's over a good one. Over I like Bama. that.
1: You taking it straight
3: up or the spread? No, I'm taking it straight up. So last time I got the spread, I got ill. so I'm going that's for the, the win. He's going
0: for his first win of the season.
1: Mm-hmm. Get
0: it in. Where do we know when this game? Play, uh, what time it gets yeah. off? Jeez, we're only at noon. Holy crap! How many games are there? Two two thirty.
1: It's at two oh, thirty. Oh no, I'm it's crying. at eight. No, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong week. Oh, my yeah. bad. It's uh, two thirty on my – Yeah, yeah, it's
0: at two thirty. There we go. That's a lot of games. All right, Old Miss plus seven.
1: Love about college football from
0: man. from the Power Play uh, Sports Book. And last but not least, Russ, the floor is yours. Call me king, Chris.
1: Call me king. No, nah, um <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I told y'all Boston the college, man. Hey, um they almost won that outright. wasn't and that wasn't no, but I'm just saying, I you know what I'm saying, that wasn't no like, hey, I didn't know Boston College was gonna come out there and do that. I had um, no
2: clue.
1: I, I did. Um, I, I just have to brush my shoulders off real quick. No, so this week, I'm going to continue to ride the Dion train. I am going to take them plus the 21. Uh, as we talked about earlier, I have my reasons why I'm not going to take them out right. If you do want to ride uh, with Sean and Chris's theory and you want to win more money, it's plus bet
0: 766 a $100 will win you 766 bucks if they yeah, win out
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa.
0: $100 will do what? It'll win you $766 if they win out right i ain't man i ain't dropping the bag on that so so Bro, what you I'm do gonna, what you gonna, do is a hundred dollars on that will win you 766 then you put a hundred dollars on colorado to cover the spread and as long as they cover the spread you'll win the hundred dollars back that you put on that if they went outright, you win 800
1: so out there to sean you put earlier day you're gonna put 50 on the spread you need to put uh 100 on the spread right
0: Basically, you want to put equal on the spread, is what yeah, you're you need to put in. equal.
1: So, do what you were going to do and put your 150, I mean, your 100 on them outright, but put your 100 on the spread too. It'll help you break even. That way, you can let your nuts hang and also have a backup, but that's not really letting your nuts hang. Um, so, and, and as a friend of yours, I will talk about you for that. Um, so, hedging your bets. Um, but so, I, I am going to take Dion. Like I said, I'm not going to take him outright. Um, I just, Again, I'm not in this to let my nuts hang. I'm in this to give you the right bet to pick. So I do think that they honestly, I want them to win, but I think they might lose by about 10 to 12. But I want them to win so bad. So I hope I'm wrong. Um, I will say Chris got to give y'all a little a little another one to sneak in. I will say, watch out for Notre Dame. Um, it's a it's a plus three and a half. Notre Dame might go out there and beat Ohio State. Um Ohio State has played nobody um but yeah I, but yeah I'm gonna go with prime um but I am in a lot I'll be betting a lot last week I got uh one parlay in the NFL and I did get like two the week before that but you know what I'm saying so like I'm on it with the college though so you know what I'm saying trust me if you're I'm looking not for take stats, that out right
0: if you're looking for stats, oh, my- shopping uh any any comparisons for trends patterns sign up for betstamp.app sushi you'll get all sorts of first bonus promo codes for whatever sports books you sign up and connect to the to the platform russ
1: oh you already know i got two things chris i'm sorry i have to add this the same thing we say about adding super parlays where you bet like five dollars to get like fifteen thousand that's the same kind of logic you need to apply to betting straight up where you bet a hundred dollars and you get like 800 same uh same process applies if it's that big of a margin think about it um and so of course to end the best step, uh, pro- uh, the end the best step segment. Sorry, you want to go ahead and visit one 1- Or if you have a problem, if you have a problem with gambling, if you can't stop, if you're betting your last dollar, if your family hates you because you're betting money, if you're doing weird <laughs> things to get the money to bet, you need to call one eight hundred Gambler and get that shit fixed. Yo, we are we are here to have fun. We are here to make sure that everybody is together. But one thing we do not want to have is addicts. And people that can't control themselves. So if you can't control yourself and you have a problem with gambling, please call one eight hundred Gambler and get the help that you need. It's not that serious, man. It's sports. It's supposed to be fun.
0: All right.
3: So now we're gonna go on to our next segment. It is uh, my favorite and yours. It is the yeah,
1: either or baby. Either, either or, or baby. And hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this like this because you know what I'm saying. We want to give everybody a chance uh to comment so it's going to be i'm going to give you either or then you two guys are going to get the answer and then we want y'all to hit us up in the comments that will be repeated so that you guys can remember so today's either or we got a special one boogie your favorite team is on the either or and they play this week so this is going to be awesome either or we got two top five if you don't like them two top seven corners if you they're not in the top five what's wrong with you you're on drugs two top five corners they're playing their teams are playing against each other this weekend would you either or? We're talking about – I have to give the setting, of course. So we're talking about drafting a guy, having him on your team. Who do you want as your number one shutdown corner? You ain't got no other players, no, nothing else. Someone just asked you who you want out of your uh, shutdown corner, out of these two guys. Do you want that man, Marshawn Lattimore, or do you want Jair Alexander? Go All first.
3: Go first. Right. It would be foolish for me to say anything wearing this bullshit that I got on other than Marshawn Lattimore. So Marshawn Lattimore is my answer because of my attire right now. Uh, Sterling.
2: Jair Alexander. I think he's a better corner. Um, When you evaluate the – I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is good. I mean, I say fuck him because he's from Ohio State, but whatever. Um, Jair, man, you talk about man and zone – like he's good. He's really Marshawn's good too. But Jair Alexander's really good, man. He's sticky in coverage. Um, I, I think I, I think he's a better man and zone corner than Marshawn Lattimore. He could play the run too. He could, and he can play the run too. So, but Marshawn, I mean, I, I don't want to say give all the accolades to Jair Alexander and then shit on Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore is really good cornerback. He, re, I, I think his his problem comes in in ah, i've seen him get smoked in man and zone but i would say he's better he's better at man than he is at zone and i feel like when it comes to zone defense and he just he relies so much on his instinct he doesn't it's like he doesn't trust the system that he's playing in when he's in zone coverage you know what i'm saying and so, because of that, like if I have if I have if I have to put one of these cornerbacks on, let's say uh, DK Metcalf, I'm gonna go Jair Alexander.
1: That's tough. That's the that's a good as as I go. I'll make my pick as you as you say that, Sterling. I would say that is the perfect receiver to pick. But I, I'm actually going to take Jair Alexander too. Um, I just man, my eyes. So I'm gonna tell you my eyes. I will say this though. Marshawn is the he might be the best corner in the NFL to have if you're playing against a big wide receiver. So that's yeah, one thing yeah, him, and yeah. Lay, him and Darius Slay, him and Darius Slay uh nullify the Mike Evans and Mike Evans of the world.
2: The uh, which I, have to say Mike I sometimes I don't even think he the best cornerback on their team.
1: Who you talking about? Marshawn Lattimore? You think Alante? Yeah. You
3: like Alante
2: better?
1: yeah i don't know bro dude, I, <laughs> don't know. dude <laughs> I don't know i mean i feel you but he i don't is,
2: know bro he, he's a beast yeah, I did like y'all see the break. almost interception he yeah, had I did. I did did you do yeah. you know how hard it is to like flip your hips and stay in the receiver's like hip pocket like bro. that and then make a play while turning your head around god please. i feel it. okay oh, before okay. we continue I want, everybody
1: to, I want everybody out there that's watching this on social media to go ahead and put in the comments who you'd rather have, put why, get the discussion going as we continue now. And so, Sterling, uh, to your point, when you talk about Jair Alexander and when you talk about the ability to shut down, the one thing that comes to my head about Marshawn Lattimore that made it hard for me to say, like, I can't pick against him and respect, Sean, we are watching Mike Evans tear the league up on a weekly basis every year <laughs> and the one time a year he doesn't tear the league up is when he plays against the guy wearing black and gold two yeah like the two the times two time. yeah. i'm sorry he's right the two he shuts down this guy but on the same token boogie two times a year justin jefferson has a difficult day and it's because he's playing against J- jair alexander so mm-hmm. I, I would take jair alexander I don't, something about that guy i don't know um it's hard. You know who you have
2: to thank for that? If you're a Saints fan, look no further than number 13. That's who you have to thank for that. Yeah,
1: Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas
2: that. because he he look, they they were practicing each other at Ohio State. Very similar build, big, strong, you know, they want to they want to uh they win with like size and athleticism, uh high point in the ball, um, you know, and and route running ability, but uh I feel like yeah, like you, you talk about Justin Jefferson, he eats up everybody. Like that nigga is cooking. Bro, he's, he's
1: ridiculous. He is on un- Jair legal. does a good job
2: though. Yeah, but here's the difference between these two that sets him apart is athleticism, and Jair is a much better athlete than Marshawn yeah. I mean,
1: but it's I think, man, and I kind of like you're making me like shift, but it's like it's athleticism, but it's also like. Two different types of athletics. There's something about me that says, all right, if a guy's faster than me, there's nothing I can do. You know what I'm saying? If, he, if he's faster than me and, and like bigger, there's nothing I can do. Uh-huh. Marshawn Lattimore is the only receiver and probably only cornerback. He's got that, he's got that Richard Sherman mentality that's like, you not fitting the dog with me, bro. Like if you beat me on a route, you beat me, which is why we see him sometimes get beat. But he's the best press co- press cover corner in the league. Who? Marshawn.
2: Uh, over over sauce. I over don't know. Sauce. sauce got something to say about that.
1: Man, okay, Patrick Sertain got
2: something to say about that.
1: He's better than both. I have, okay. Uh,
2: uh, oh, I need whoa, to, whoa, whoa, bro, whoa, whoa.
1: My, whoa, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a dog, bro. And
2: you mean to tell time, me? I understand. Every time.
1: Oh,
2: go ahead, man. go ahead, go ahead. you mean to tell me. That Marshawn Lattimore is better than Patrick Sertain press. and Sauce Gardner in press man coverage.
1: I, I would take yes. Oh,
2: I would say Marshawn Lattimore is the top five press man coverage corner, but I think Patrick Sertain is Who, probably the best press man cover corner in pressing? the league.
1: Who's he pressing?
2: Don't matter anybody, nigga. Okay. You couldn't it, me anybody. and say, Bro, Devontae Adams. Devontae yeah. Adams." So, like, yeah. no, no, like,
1: so like, but he's but he's not really though, because Devontae be eating. So it's like <laughs> Devontae, Devontae. No, but then here's my point though. No, I, no, 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 I, like, I hear what, what you're, you're saying. saying not, what you're saying is not crazy at all. But here's my point though. It's like so, um, you like when you look at when you look at Marshawn Lattimore and who he does it to. <laughs> so you talking about sauce. Diggs is Diggs is that guy, but he's he's not locking Diggs up. Nah, no, Diggs put,
2: put it on him.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, but you know what I'm saying. And so when we go mm-hmm. to uh, who was the next uh, Jalen Ramsey's hurt, so I'm gonna leave him out. Otherwise, he's better than all these guys at press because he's probably the best corner in the league when he's healthy. So so with Jalen Ramsey, and so when you when you look at Marshawn Lattimore, he's shown us on film. It's not once or twice. And Boogie, you're a fan. Like it's every fucking time he plays against the best physical receiver in the league, press coverage he shuts this man down. And so it's like the only way to beat Marshawn Lattimore is you have to literally be quicker and faster. You know like, who's that? If you're not, Stephon Diggs.
2: As huh? As Boogie, what happened to Marshawn Lattimore? Stephon Diggs came to town. That was Mike Williams. That was Mike Williams. He's doing
1: I mean, pretty like- good in
3: Baltimore. So I miss it was good, good
1: but guy. but I feel but I I I feel I feel it's 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 very good. Cool, no, it's I a think, good debate. No no but it, out of the it two is out of them out of the two of them I like Jair because I, I just feel like the the thing that you're missing from Marshawn, which is one of my favorite qual I like DBs that can body up but Jair is the guy that can stick you the same on a nine route that you can that he can on a slant. You know sure. what I'm saying? And he, you know what I'm saying? So I Excuse me. I really like Jair Alexander. I just think he's better overall.
3: All right. So, um, like my boy Russ said, uh, leave comment the comments down there at the comment section. If you, uh, uh, and let us know what you think, um, uh, you know, whether it's a uh, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube, whatever platform you're using, just let us know in the comment section, how you feel, which side of the coin you fall on. Is it Lattimore? Or is it Jair Alexander? Be sure to tune in this weekend when they both teams face they, off, they I think both teams play. Yeah, and I and think that the, the record is one and one. Uh, for both of them, you know. The yes. The year, so I was gonna go. X, I was gonna
1: run that down real quick. You know. Oh, I I gonna, had the numbers right oh, here.
3: You want me to go ahead and start rounding? Oh, them off. I was
1: the, yeah. Go ahead and give give them the numbers. right Okay, quick. so They're very close, and they play the tiebreaker this weekend. That's why. I'm yes.
3: Uh, so the numbers are pretty much uh, similar. Uh, Lattimore been in the year one year longer than uh Alexander, and it goes as such. All right. So interviews is ten for uh Jair, fifteen for Lattimore. Mind you. He was in the year uh, in the league one year longer than him. Interception yards, I don't know if that really matters, but one fifty for Jair, one forty five for Marshawn. Interception TDs, uh, two for Lattimore, zilch for uh, uh, Jair. And here's the part where I like to see my cornerbacks uh, quarterbacks get stats: TFLs and uh, sacks. So one and a half sacks for Jair Alexander, zero sacks for Lattimore. Uh, solo tackles, two seventy for Lattimore. 211 for uh Jair, force fumbles, two for Jair, five for Lattimore, and Fumble Recoveries, five for Lattimore and three for uh Jair. Now we get to the award and the honors, four Pro Bowls for Lattimore, two Pro Bowls for Jair, but also two all pros for Jair and none for Lattimore. So and in some
1: people's mind, all pros mean more than pro yeah. bowls. So, I am some people, yeah, so me shotgun. too, me too. I hey, was uh, <laughs> to say, so and Sean that's out here uh, uh, commenting
2: on the show, and everybody makes a pro bowl, is. yeah. So, yeah, I gotta do
1: those, is be nice.
3: those are about the numbers. So, you let us know what you think in the comments, all right? So, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. We're going to do the NFL. Um, uh, we are in week three right now, yes. and I just want to say that this way for people that you know. I didn't expect, you know, some people are playing above expectations, my personal opinions. Um, but what rookies that are playing right now that have played above expectations, according to you two guys?
1: Is, so, is it above or just like the best rookie I've seen?
3: Well, no, we're going to get to that after this one. So, you know, after this line of question, then we're going to. I mean,
1: I, when I looked at it, I was like above expectation. And I was like, no matter what expectation you have, but John Robinson is the
3: Well, So with with Bijan, I'm gonna be honest. I expect this motherfucker. No, I'm
1: I'm, I'm saying, but even even I'm saying we all okay. Anybody that watched big world football, yeah, you know him to be good. Yeah, but But even if you expected it, like there's times when you're like, man, I thought the LeBron factor. I expect you to be good, and you still say, goddamn, like shit. Like I expected this, but damn, I'm still amazed. And Bajan Robinson is one of those where, like, I expected this, but I'm still amazed. Yeah. Like, Jesus, yeah. bro. Like, I think it was Ryan Clark said he looks like Lawrence uh, Ladainian Thomas. Dude. Like, it's like, yes, he does. The shit's not crazy. The, that that <laughs> motherfucker's playing some football.
3: Well, what about the quarterbacks? How does the quarterback uh, group? Who is uh, a C.J. Stroud? C.J. Stroud. Not uh, Anthony Richardson.
1: I'm about to say, I, I, yeah. All right, Sterling. I need my flowers, bro. He got a concussion, but I need I need a little bit. I need
2: some seeds. It matters. Finishing the game matters. You, does, you, you can't the best finish the game quarterback right now. CJ Stroud. Well, the way Anthony that, Richards' plan too. is not sustainable, bro.
1: I, I didn't say what's sustainable. I said look. What, right now, I'll what, take. What if, I'll
2: take CJ Stroud.
1: Only reason you taking him was because he got hurt. The and, only and reason you taking no, CJ that is matters. It matters. He got hurt,
2: but he can he can look he can operate in the NFL offense with trash around him, and, and so is Anthony Richardson. I'm not taking away anything away from Anthony Richardson. He's an elite athlete, but CJ Stroud. When you talk about playing quarterback, I got to and I hate Ohio State with a passion, as you know. I got to give it to CJ Stroud, man. I got to. I like
1: CJ. I like CJ and, and and those that know me when I talk about CJ, I feel like he's just a guy that's got to get it out the mud. So everything he does will be good, but it'll be shadowed or it'll be uh, watermarked by, you know, a tough game. But I, I just think that I got to stand on what I said, you know, before the draft. I got to stand sure. on the guy I was riding with. And Anthony Richardson right now, in my opinion, looks like the best rookie quarterback
2: you wanna tell you in why? the draft. Shane Steichen, his coach.
1: Yeah, true. true That's why he depth looks
2: depth. the way he – now, Anthony Richardson has talent. But what Shane Steichen is able to do with that – I mean, dude, Anthony Richardson was extremely raw coming out of Florida. We 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 talked oh, about yeah. it for months. So I give, I give props to Shane Steichen. I give props to Anthony Richardson. But this is why – excuse me. This is why C.J. Stroud is more impressive because he ain't got that. He don't have that. And he – he's – doing more with he's doing more from a he doesn't have the coaching background like the coaching i feel like that that you know richson has but he's, he's they're driving both a ri-
1: honda he's driving a honda and then someone else is driving a ferrari
2: but then you look at but then you look at anthony rich and you go well who does he have what weapons does he have and he ain't got shit just, <laughs> that man ain't got nothing he's literally
1: he's he's just athletic as hell falling he's falling his, his arm strength is is that of a, a person that can make mistakes, but his arm strength mm-hmm. is crazy, so he can he can do things that may be wrong and still ended up good. Um, that's crazy that you said C.J. Stroud because I, I talk to a Texas fan all the time, and I'm always like, I really like the kid. Like, like I just think that he's he's not uh, overwhelmingly like he's not gonna have super duper highlights. He he just he just he just a guy that's gonna dig it out the mud and win.
2: Yeah, but
1: yeah. as far as right now even with the injury give me anthony you know what i'm saying i gotta ride my that's guy. fair right.
2: but when you when you when you look at like you know kind of all 22 and you look at how stroud is able to you know go through his progressions and he just he's he's a he's a little bit of a head in terms of like how he processes bit. the game you can he's ahead but yeah, Anthony Richardson, you, you can't honest. teach athleticism, right? So, like, yeah, I mean, you see C.J. Stroud, he's a stick in the mud. Like, he ain't, he ain't getting out of the pocket. You know what I'm saying? But Unless Anthony Richardson, you. we saw him in Georgia. Anthony Richardson, I think. Did, I, did, I
1: think I think when you when you made the points that you make right there, I think that I ask everybody to look at this instead of I I don't like this guy. I like this guy. Look at two different roads that lead to the same place. Um, because both these guys are doing that. Because yeah, he, like like mm-hmm. you said, he's a stick in the mud with CJ Stroud, but we all saw that what I love about CJ Stroud is and I call it the Troy Aikman in him, is like he may not seem like the best quarterback, but damn it, I'ma get it done. Like against Georgia, y'all need me to run. Shit, I'm gonna be faster than these motherfuckers.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? And and so I get so that's one road, and his ability, to, like you said, to actually quarterback, and then there's the other road of the black Josh Allen and Anthony Richards, that's like, yo, look, I can throw 90 yards down the field and I run a 4-4. Let's go. You know what I'm Like everything will be, scary. you know, and, and it's it's kind of like the things that you'd wish the offense would offensive coordinator would do in Chicago for Fields is what you're looking at, like Anthony Richards, like, why can't y'all like at least try to replicate that? And I I I did bring Chicago into it because it's been so no, you did pitching at me. <laughs> They, they, okay, I'm, I'm gonna let you know. Start hold on, hold on, but hold
2: me. on before you go on this. On this, we gotta fucking talk to Chris about Lamar Jackson because this whole his whole Lamar Jackson shit. I, I mean, maybe, I, maybe that's the I, I, segment for next <laughs> week. <laughs> maybe it's the segment for next week. I but, wanted to. I wanted to say it for next week
1: because we could go a whole nother hour. You know me and Chris are not bro. I mean are, you guys are shit. you guys are
0: you guys are happy with the Lamar Jackson performance so far two weeks Hold on in?
2: no 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 don't 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 set the bar like just oh he's just he's just playing the game you said that the nigga was trash
0: and he is
2: trash <laughs> yeah
0: he listen he's on the McDermott standard don't. for me right now win a big playoff wow. game and we can no, have no, this no. conversation through
2: two weeks. You have to give him credit that he's looking the part. Regular season wins. Don't matter. Oh, to talent. You, you're pushing the goalpost go. back. I'm Thank not you. pushing the goalpost back. Give, give him credit. credit. Week one, yeah, you
0: kick two balls down the field while you were wide give him open. Credit. By by you got to give
2: him credit. One, credit one
0: good game. Doesn't wash that away.
2: Oh my God. And you're speaking of
0: one good game, washing everything away. I, I, I've I been wanting it, to ask this question. wasn't the week.
1: This
2: was the week. Segment next week, he, Boogie. He still got We're there. here last
0: week. Um, did you get a chance to look at the all twenty-two from the, the the Jets game for the Bills? Yeah. Oh yeah, those those two interceptions. Was I right or wrong that he he easily had the first down right in front of him?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, that wasn't a debate. Like, motherfucker didn't. He just being Josh Allen, being stupid. Like the one he threw deep downfield in a mm-hmm. double coverage, he could have
0: ran the eight yards for the first down six times over, right? Yeah. Wide open in front of him. You could see it on the
2: all 22. Hey, he could have he, he would have broke that linebacker down and probably got 20 yards if he wanted to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what that
1: was. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and I was about to say. I, I was about to be a hater. We ain't gonna have Bill talk at this moment I, I will say I will say that, Chris. I will give it a couple, minutes, but I can't wait till Lamar's in this MVP talk. Lamar, look,
2: dude. Oh man,
1: bro, right. balling.
3: He so
2: balling. Good. We are go, gonna. Oh,
1: oh can good. I say what before we move? Before we move on to Sterling shit, I'm gonna talk my shit, and this is gonna be something that I'm going to do moving forward. Sterling, you'll be like, finally unleash. I'm gonna make you motherfuckers eat crow. Not you guys, but just America. Those out there that doubt the knowledge, and what I I told y'all, Kellen Moore ain't shit. I told you he (laughs) ain't shit. And everybody's like, oh, the Chargers, they have all this talent, and they're 0-2. What's going on? What do you have with the Cowboys? The Cowboys, they have all this talent. They're losing these games, but they're putting up points at the same time. What is it? It is Kellen fucking Moore. I mean, Staley has something to do with it, too, because he's a bum-ass coach, too. But when you have one guy on offense that knows how to draw a good player but <laughs> cannot call them you have a problem and that is what we had in dallas in the last couple weeks we have seen what happens when mike mccarthy and sterling you know i'm standing on my motherfucking soapbox because everybody was mike mccarthy ain't gonna be able to call plays. mike mccarthy stuck in 2010 mike mccarthy won just because shut up caught calling that shit. And he called it like it needs to be called. And as long as the Chargers lose games, I'm going to talk my shit. Because they out there, the Chargers, if you watch a Chargers game, and you either love the Cowboys, hate the Cowboys, or just watch NFL football, go watch a Chargers game. They look exactly like the Dallas Cowboys. We can put up fucking points all over the place. We going to lose for some reason or another. And it's because <laughs> our play calling on our offense is all over the fucking place.
3: All right. So we're gonna go ahead and get to our last segment of the night to take us home. We got the Sterling Power Rankings coming up. So what do you got for
2: Sterling? All right, okay, here we go. Here we go. So here are my power rankings. Uh, it's this one was really hard because I feel like there's some trash in this top ten. But without further ado, here we go. Number ten, we got the Cleveland Browns. I felt like taking a shit after I put them in the top ten. <laughs> um, you know, Deshaun Watson. This nigga touch women and touch refs and nothing happens to him. He is a Teflon Don. If you like Jerome Ford, he's he's good. My boy Nick Chubb, Mika Fitzpatrick went too low. Uh, that was dirty. But these niggas suck. I'm telling you, the Browns' offense is shit, is a fucking, is a shit log. Like, uh, mm. it's just petrified shit is what they look like. Deshaun Watts is bad, but I they're, they're – they're, they beat the Bengals. I had to put somebody at number ten, so I fucking put them in there because their defense is good. Number nine, the Detroit Lions is like, we hope week in and week out that the Detroit Lions would just like rise up from the fucking ashes like the Phoenix and they come out and they shit the bed last week. These niggas just don't know how to win, but I have faith in these boys. Get Jameer Gibbs more touches, please. Okay, save Jared Goff from himself. And can we can we get, you know, uh, a Jamison Williams sighting when he's off of uh, the NFL suspended list? I think he's going to really open up that offense. Has the league figured out on on, on St. Brown on Monra St. Brown? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, The Saints come in at number eight. I had bet I, I expected more from the Saints offense. Against the, the Carolina Panthers. That shit looked trash. Really and, and, and you know what? Um Derek Carr, like you gotta you gotta do better. Derek Carr, you gotta do better. I think y'all's defense is uh playing pretty well. Like, I like the defense. I like what I saw. You guys got some speed, you know. You got uh J- Granderson looked really good on Monday Night Football. Would you say that David Carr looked it mid? He looked a little mid. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna give him a pass just because it's a new offense. Well it's not a really new offense, but it's new weapons. It's good to see Michael Thomas dude's That's still it. got hands. He got hands. He he ain't lose them. Mm-hmm. Um at number seven, I got the Baltimore Ravens here. Now Chris is a major hater. Um he hates Lamar Jackson and black quarterbacks, so <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't really, hate. Lamar. he really doesn't hate Lamar Jackson, just black quarterbacks in general, but I have the Ravens here because the NFC, the AFC North is for the taking it's for the taking and they looked the part. Now look, Chris mentioned earlier in the show that Odell got his yearly injury, but he's injured because he is sticking Kim Kardashian. So I would have a leg contusion or calf injury if I was putting it in. Kim Kardashian. Shout out to Kanye. Um, at number six, I got the Eagles right here at number six. Um, I want to see Jalen Hurts do more. Like, you have the best team in the league in terms of, like, at position, defense, you know, wide receivers. You have it all. Like, I want to see Jalen Hurts, like, just take over a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they win because of Jalen Hurts, like not because of everything around him. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. Uh, and number five, I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. This is a good spot for the Bills. I feel like there's a lot to be uh, to be excited about, but they got a lot to prove. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and say I was right about James Cook. That nigga is a beast. James Cook can play. Osiris Torrance at right guard is really doing some damage. Uh, he's he's looking the part. The Bills' defensive line has really showed up for the first two weeks of the season. We'll see if that continues. Josh Allen needs to continue to play within himself and not kind of you know. Do that crazy dumb shit that he did uh, with the Jets. So we got the Bills in number five. I think that's a good spot for them. Um, I have the Dolphins ahead of the Bills. That offense that the uh, that the Miami Dolphins has is just scary. What what Tua and, the, and those two wide receivers are able to do is is phenomenal. But I'll tell you this: I don't know if you guys noticed this on Sunday night, but that running game and how they that there's so many organic looks and how they run the ball. That shit is beautiful. Raheem Mostert in the zone-blocking run scheme is just beautiful. I don't think people are giving that running scheme enough credit. It looks great. The fact that they put Tyreek Hill in motion so much is, is I'm telling you, man, it's it's beautiful. It works well with Tua. Like, he has really unlocked this offense, and he's putting these guys in the best position to win. Um,
1: looks a lot like from Ty there,
2: from D-Bow there – from there, I got to go with the 49ers at number three. Um, you know, they're quietly just doing everything that they got to do to win. They, they they really haven't had a test, right? I'm a little disappointed that the Rams kind of hung in there with them. I felt like they should have blown the Rams out. The Rams are trash. They they, 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 them and the Cardinals, I mean, they, they should be thankful that they get to put on uniforms each and every week, okay? But the 49ers are looking at Brock Purdy, man. I mean, I think, you know, when it's all said and done, I think he could be one of the teams that uh, is, is, is either the Eagles or the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game, right? And so uh, the 49ers defense looks good. Christian McCaffrey, he's, we knew he was great, but the way he looks this year, my God, you, you need to be afraid. Christian McCaffrey, that white boy, Chris, yes, I'm talking about a white guy, he is producing. He's harvesting for the family, all right? Number two, I got to put the Chiefs here. They're quietly, you know, they're hanging in there. I, I think their ranking will drop a little bit. I just don't see um, – they beat the Jaguars 19-7 this past week. I do like what I saw from Patrick Mahomes, but they, you could tell they're missing uh, weapons in terms of skill position players a wide receiver. Maybe these guys kind of get it as they go along, but it was nice to see Travis Kelsey back in there. Chris Jones solidifies a really good defense. And the number one team – and you know what? I hate that I have to say this, but I have to be real. I have to be honest. The Dallas Cowboys look like the best team in the league, but they ain't playing nobody just yet. Okay. Um, I think you, you might be on to something with Kellen Moore not being offensive coordinator. Dak looks more poised in the pocket. Um, the running game looks good. They they are just their roster from a depth per, point of view is so deep, it's so good. Defensive line, man they they look they look like the Eagles' defense last year in terms of how they rush. I'm the sorry passer. to interrupt you, but you was wild
1: the Name of Cameron and Mace. You was wild for that one, bro. You was like they were so deep and so good. I just had to. You just ruined. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Micah Parsons is the best player in the NFL. Not even close. He 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 is. He is. Um. C.D. Lamb. He, dog. C.D. is a. He just looks like a little bitch. Most of the time. I ain't gonna cap CD be looking like a little bitch, but he's good, right? He I like CD, but he just he just looks like one of them niggas that like nigga. I'll just hit you just cuz nigga. Just just cuz. Don't he? I I, I don't know why I threw that in there, but I I just my feelings right now. Um he he looks like he should be in C B4. yeah. Sweat from my balls. That's what he looks like. I would just punch him.
1: He I would really maximum praise and maximum yeah. I would
2: if I saw C.D. Lamb in public, I would punch him right in his two front teeth, like just just there. Those are the pressure points I'm punching. Um, but don't look at his phone though. But anyway, the Cowboys look like the best team in the league. I want to see what their what their schedule looks like moving forward. I think they're the best team. They're definitely the best team in the NFC. But Mike McCarthy, it, it's up to him. This, this team can go as far as Mike McCarthy is going to take them, and that's being the blunt, honest truth. Um, but, man, I have to give a lot of credit to Jerry Jones. Even though we make fun of him and being a crip keeper and, like, a slave owner, this dude, th- that that coaching staff and that GM front office, they have really put together a hell of a team. And so uh, the Cowboys are the number one team. They're the kings right now. And they ain't one shit, but they just looked the part on paper. All
3: right. That is a, that will conclude our Sterling's uh power uh power rankings and uh Man. we will go ahead and sign
2: out here and uh we're gonna close it out. I so, gave you uh, pop culture and the oh, real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little, little yeah. mix of both in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I gave you pop culture. Hey, you, know, you did, you did,
1: you did, but right. I mean I think I think all of us would risk our sports uh careers for Anyways, <laughs> we love you, Kim <laughs> K. Yeah, um, yeah, and and your and your family. I hear Cole is really bad in real life, so we love your family. She had a dude doing crack, so.
3: <laughs> You're
1: getting you hide it, hide so wow. Kardashians, we got love for y'all. If y'all want to, you know what I'm saying, get in on the show. All right, so, <laughs> on me.
3: All right, so. If you want to follow us, they
1: like they like black basketball players. We got a chance.
3: <laughs> all right, look. So, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on. Uh, all forms of social media, X, Twitter is all uh, one word, the sports sushi, Instagram is sports underscore sushi. If you want to follow us individually, you can look down here at the bottom of uh, the uh, avatars here, the little bottom part, and you can follow us there. Uh, but that will be our show for this week. Please tune in next week where we will to continue the discussion that the 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 timeless discussion that we have on the show. Lamar Jackson versus Chris. Yes,
1: next week. <laughs> tune, next in. week Chris tune in. Chris versus Lamar Jackson.
2: Tune in. <laughs> tune in. Tune in. <laughs> <gasps> fucking Chris.
1: <laughs> is fucking
2: Chris. I had to Yo, give yeah. him shit tonight. Chris, you're going to
1: drive Lamar Jackson to Super Bowl 1D. I- nope.